Listen, my friends, I am requesting you. This is the time to go in the company of the saint. Take advantage of the presence of saints here so that you may dwell happily thereafter. This is a bhajan of Guru Arjandev's Karo Benati Suno Merimita on page 168. Life is decreasing day and night. O mind, meet the master and complete your work. All this world is in the useless delusion. Only the Brahm Gyani crosses over. The one who is awakened and given the drink of nectar by him, only he knows this unwritten story. If you want that thing, make your mind dwell on Satguru. Happily and easily, you'll get your own home. You will not have to come back again. O oh, all-conscious Lord, who fulfills all the desires of the mind. Nanak, the servant, asks for this boon. Make me the dust of the saints. Listen, my friends, I am requesting you. This is the time to go in the company of the saint. A bhajan of Guru Arjandev's on page 168. Caro benanti sono merimita, santa tela chi vela, santa tela chi vela. Caro benanti sono merimita, caro benanti sono merimita, santa tela chi vela. Santa tele ki vela, iha kata chalo harelaha, iha kata chalo harelaha, age basana sohela, age basana sohela, karo benati suno meremita. Caro benati sono merimita, santa tele chi vela, santa tele chi vela. Odegate dina sorenare, odegate dina sorenare, managurmila kaja savare. Gurmila kaja savare, caro benanti sono meremita, caro benanti sono meremita, santa tele chi vela, santa tele chi vela, Eho sansar be kar sanse me, Eho sansar be kar sanse me, Taryo Brahma Gyani, Taryo Brahma Gyani, Jise jagaye piyave eho rasa, Jise jagaye piyave eho rasa, Akata kata tena jani, akata kata tena jani, 
karo benanti sunno mere mita karo benanti sunno mere mita santa tala ki vela santa tala ki vela jako aaye soi bahajo jako aaye soi bahajo har guru te mano basera guru te mano basera nijgar mahal pavo sak sahaje nijgar mahal pavo sak sahaje bohar na hoe go fera bohar na hoe go fera karo benati sunno mere mita karo benati sunno mere mita santa tale ki vela santa tale ki vela antar jami pur kavdate antar jami pur kavdate sardaman ki pure sardaman ki pure nanak das eh sukh mange nanak das eh sukh mange moko kar santan ki dure kar santan ki dure karo benati sunno mere mita karo benati sunno mere mita santa tel ki vela santa tel ki vela listen my friends i am requesting you this is the time to go in the company of the saints and our second bhajan is a bhajan of Sanchi's on page 53. Mere vichana guruji gunakoi. Oh guruji, there is no good quality in me. I am full of bad qualities. You have all good qualities, I have none. How could the meeting with the beloved happen? I have neither beauty nor attractive eyes. I have neither good ways nor sweet words. We are sinners. We are full of bad qualities. We have fallen at your door. Except for you, we find no refuge at any place. Understanding us as orphans, attach us to your feet. Do not involve us in the cycle of 84 lakhs again. Whatever has happened with us in the past has happened. We have given up all support except you. Oh, beloved one, dwell in our hearts. Holding our hands we make this request. I am the sinner full of bad qualities. Poor Ajayb is your slave. Without Kirpal there is no shelter. Oh Guruji there is no good quality in me. I am full of bad qualities. A bhajan of Sanchi's on page 53. Mere vichna Guruji guna koi Oh, Gunda, me bariya, 
मेरे विच ना गुरु जी गुण खोई ओ गुण राड़िया सबा अव गुण में गुना ही खोई क्यों कार खान मिला बहुई सबा अव गुण में गुना ही खोई खार खांड मिला बाहोई खांड मिला बाहोई ओ गुणरा बाड़िया मेरे बीच ना गुरु जी गुण खोई ओ रूप निके ना खुल दंग नीठे बेना नूप निके ना खुल दंग नीठे खुल दंग नीते बेना गुण दाड़िया मेरे बीच ना गुरु जी गुण खोई ओ गुण दाड़िया आसी पापी हा ओ गुण हारे आखे दीग फे थेरे रे आसी पापी हा ओ गुण हारे आखे दीग फे थेरे रे रे बिना खीठे मेला दीना दोई ओ गुणरा बाड़िया मेरे बीच गुरु जी गुण खोई ओ गुणरा बाड़िया समझ के चारनी लाओ गेट चरो सीधा पेरा न पायो याचीम समाज के चारनी लाओ चरो सीरा फेरा न पायो पीछे सदे नाल हो जो हो गुणिया मेरे भी 
सिचना गुरु जी गुण कोई ओ गुण दामे बाड़िया तेरे बिन सब चढ़ते सहारे दिल O Gunda me baria, mere vichna guruji guna koi. O Gunda me baria, me papi me o gunahara. Grieve Chaimada Satmara May Papi May O Gunahara Grieve Chaimada Satmara Kirpa Guru Binasra Nakoi Dame Baria Mere Vichna Guruji Guna Koi O Gunadame Baria Mere Vichna Guruji Guna Koi Oh, Guruji, there is no good quality in me. I am full of bad qualities. You have all good qualities. I have none. How could the meeting with the Beloved happen? This is from Master Kripal Singh's book, Prayer. This is chapter 21, titled The Advantages of Prayer. And Master says, Prayer is the essence of spirituality. It affords a wonderful recreation to the body, mind, and soul. It brings in complete satisfaction and satiation which nothing else can give. The peace which comes with prayer is of a unique nature, quite unimaginable. A kind of serenity depends upon the subliminal self within. Prayer has in it a great dynamic force. It strengthens and befits a person to face and fight the battle of life fearlessly and successfully. 
It is, in fact, the only panacea for all types of ills. And then Master gives examples of various ills, diseases and ailments, accidents over which man has no control, evil propensities of the mind. And above all, prayer brings in inner peace and satiety. It buckles a person with courage and fortitude and brings about a complete reorientation. Prayer is the key that unlocks the kingdom of heaven. It pulls up the sluice gates and releases from within immense power and resourcefulness. Where all human efforts fail, there prayer succeeds. Lord Tennyson tells us, more things are wrought by prayer than this world dreams of. Even if prayer may seem to fail to avert calamity, yet it has the power to take the sting out of it. With an inner transformation, there comes a change in the angle of vision, which greatly affects the outlook on life. Everything puts on a new mantle of color, superbly divine. Last but not least, prayer opens our eyes to reality and enables us to see things in their true perspective. It gives new values to life and gradually transports an individual into a new world and initiates him into a new order. With a life of prayer, a person eventually rises into cosmic awareness and sees the hidden hand of God working out his will and his purpose which otherwise remain a sealed book, too subtle for the average man to pierce through and peep into. The more this inner contact is established, the more Godhead is imbibed by the Spirit. Only when a complete identification comes about does one become a conscious co-worker with him. This next reading is a question and answer session that took place with Master Kripal Singh in India sometime in February of 1971. I'm reading from the book The Light of Kripal, and this is chapter 49, titled Have You Heard Me? A questioner says, during meditation, besides repeating Simran, is it all right to think of the Master? And Master says, can you do two things at one time? No. Before sitting in meditation, you may pray or sing some hymn, maybe of love for the Master or separation or hankering. That will create an atmosphere which will help you in your meditations. Don't sit like a wrestler to find him or catch him. Sit in a respectful mood with a humble prayer. That creates an atmosphere in which you can have better effects. One thing more, if you think of or visualize any man of your own category or lower than you, you'll be able to visualize him all at once. But you cannot fully visualize the one who is higher than you. You may think of the turban, you may think of the back going by, and your mind is roaming from place to place where you saw the master. Do you follow my point? 
I asked my master this question a month or so after I was initiated. When a man is cut off from outside and he has not found master's form within, then what should he do? The master replied, Look here, you think of the animals, your friends, your mother, your relations. Is a saint not more than that? You can think of him also. This was one general question. Then later on he told me, Look here, if somebody's sitting in your room and you come in from outside, whether you visualize him or not, when you enter, you will find him there. So when the master initiates, his astral form resides with the initiate from that very moment. Enter within. Find him. He is waiting for you. Try to go within, that's all. He is anxiously waiting for you, but the child is playing outside. So just withdraw within. You will find him. You'll find this to be true at the time of initiation, given here or anywhere. This time, you know, out of 630, there were about 250 who saw the Master within. At times, some do also see him outside. So he resides within you at the time of initiation. When Baba Jamal Singh, master of our master, initiated somebody, he used to tell him, Well, look here, now I am residing in you. Don't do anything unbecoming. I am seeing. He sees your every action when once you are initiated. And the next disciple asks, Should a satsangi pay attention in his choice of place for meditation with regard to the people who resided there before? Will their vibrations leave any effect? Master says, any place is always charged by the atmosphere of those people residing therein. You're sitting here. Sometimes you find resounding charging here. I remember when my master went to Lahore, there was a room in which he sat and talked. I locked that room. Any man who entered heard the atmosphere resounding. So any place is charged by the one who is residing there. All remaining atmospheres atmospheric effects, either good or wrong, will affect you. In some places you feel very inconvenient. You'll feel burnt out like anything. The atmosphere is charged. Sometimes you feel, let me commit something wrong. That atmosphere is charged like that. What to do? That's the question. Suppose, for example, a prostitute was living in some house. Don't use that place if it becomes vacant. Or if some butcher who butchers animals is living in any place, don't use that place. The pity is we are not aware that each man has his own atmosphere, charging. So just sit in whatever house you're in and pray. This is the general system. Just start with any of your rituals. Sing some scriptures, doing one sort of prayer or another, or sing some hymn to create a good atmosphere. This is one suggestion. And the other suggestion is, if you have any place, just reserve some room or portion of the room for meditation. Let nobody enter that room with any thought other than the love of God or the Master. That place will be charged. 
and whenever you enter, you'll find, find it resounding. When you are developed yourself with that higher charging, then Hafez says, when the night sets in, my minstrel comes in playing music unpaid. And another disciple begins by saying, I like eating very much. And there's a comment that says, everyone chuckles, but Master stops them saying, no, no, it's a question for all, not one, everyone. Most of us are doing it. So the person continues, I like eating very much, but I don't want to think so often of eating. However, since I manage a vegetarian kitchen, my profession draws my mind there. Would another job help resolve this? Master says, I think I have told you so many times, do one thing at a time, wholly and solely. When you are in the kitchen, be there doing your job. Take only food that agrees with you and only as much as you need. Let one half of your stomach be filled with food, one fourth be filled with water, and one fourth left vacant. The best criterion is to leave the table when you're still hungry. Eat a morsel less than you need. Have control over that part. No need of changing your profession. It will be all right if you behave like that. Someone else says, when new satsangis read your writings, they want to become perfect at once, but they don't weed out their imperfections. They repress them. The master says, look here, Rome was not built in a day. A wrestler cannot become a wrestler in one day. Time factor is necessary. And the disciple says, but we often forget this. And Master says, you must fill your diaries for that purpose. That is a hard taskmaster over your head every moment. I think I have told you, when I was just reading in the third primary, I heard one man giving a fluent talk. I looked into his mouth. From where is he reading? I tell you my ignorance. I wondered how he spoke, from where he read, and now I find it not difficult. So time factor is a necessity. He did not become perfect in one day. Food does not give strength unless it is digested. Mere ruminating over books won't do. Read, digest, and then live. Read, just see what you have followed, understood. That also won't do unless you live up to what you have read and understood. You cannot become a master the very first day. Every saint has his past and every sinner a future. There's hope for everybody. I used to read scriptures, seek scriptures, but I read only one hymn, not one page or 200 or 10 hymns, only one, and I put it into writing. This is today's lesson, and the whole day was given up to this. Then only you'll understand the meaning. But that also won't do unless you live up to that lesson. Lord Krishna gave the whole of the teachings of the Gita to Arjuna, and he even showed him his astral form. With all that, last of all, he asked, Well, Arjuna, have you heard? There is a difference between hearing and hearing with full attention. If so, how much have your doubts been cleared? Lord Krishna gave his teachings in the Gita, which is in 18 chapters. There are very long talks on every subject, with, yet with all that, at the last moment, 
Have you heard me? Are you hearing me? There's a difference between hearing with attention and without attention. Without attention, you don't remember what I have said. Have you heard me? He asked Arjuna. We don't even remember what we ruminate over. So, do you understand what I now have told you about the questions you've asked? Have you heard? The disciples say, yes. Then live up to that. Have no more questions like that in the future. Live. Live according to what was said. The food which is digested gives you strength, and which is not digested gives vomiting, motions, pain in the stomach. You will have trouble from that indigestion. And this last reading is a question and answer session from one of the very first group trips to India with Sanchi. This was in April of 1976, and I'm reading from the July 1976 Sampani magazine, where this talk is given the title, The Essence is Meditation. So the, a disciple asks, may I ask some questions, Sanchi? And Sanchi says, whatever you like. And the questioner continues, I have general questions and personal questions. I'll just start with personal. When I sit for meditation, Master is very loving to me, and he gives me something, but I'm not worthy of it. I have difficulty with being chaste, with brahmacharya. I have trouble being pure. For a short period, a few days, I am okay. I remember the Master, and I have no desire for sex for calm, lust. And then after a few days, my mind demands and I am weak. I need help. My wife is very beautiful and she has no trouble with this problem. So it is really my problem. I want to become pure, but it seems I don't try hard enough. I lack the strength. I lack the love for the master. So I am praying for that. And Sanji says, well, when you are feeling lust or sexual desire, start meditation. You have mind on one side and Satguru on the other side. If you are diverted toward mind and your own feelings, then you are going to be a slave of mind. And if you divert your attention toward master, then you can get master. Meditation is just like lighting up a light within. And if you go to the light, that will go on increasing. And in the place that is full of light, no thief is going to come. The thief of calm will not come to you if you are meditating properly and meditating for a long time. If you are going to meditate continuously for a long period, then you will be getting more love from Master. And if you have left meditating after 10 or 15 days, that will not bring so much love. Unless you give time for meditation, two and a half hours or three hours, you don't get to eat anything. As it is necessary for our body to have a diet, it is also necessary for our soul, the diet of meditation. So first you give food to your soul, then afterward to your body. The knot that is tying up all those things, calm or lust, crowed or anger, that knot lies behind our two eyes where the soul resides. And when the soul gets free from this body and we rise above Trikuti, then this calm, 
crowed, are not going to destroy anything. They are not going to come to attack our soul. That stage has nothing to do with these things. All these things are tied at that place behind the eyes. If you go riding up and up by doing meditation daily, you are not going to feel anything about calm or crowed or the other passions. And it is necessary for a satsangi to do meditation and to be free from these diseases. This is one type of disease, having calm and crowed. Because, because of calm or lust, the soul comes down again in the body. And because of anger, the soul spreads all around. Where there is calm, there is no nam. Where there is day, there is no night. And when there is night, there is no day. So one who is desirous of calm, crowed, or one who is greedy, he can never do meditation. Meditation is done only by the brave people. In meditation, we have to give up all our mind and our heart to the master. We have to wander in search of master. And if you have given up your heart or your mind to master, then why do you think about calm or crowed? Or why do you give your mind to calm or crowed? If you want to be a true disciple of Master, you will be away from this calm. And the way of being away is meditation. If you meditate, you will be heading away from calm. And if you are going to meditate for two and a half or three hours in the morning, and the same time in the evening also, three hours, if you are going to give that much time for meditation, you will be happy, and you will not be having any desire. If you are doing meditation properly, you will not be getting anything in dreams also. When you are not stable in this world, then what are you going to do on the inner planes where there are temptresses and spirits who are very much more beautiful than anything in this world? There is one Shabd of Kabir that says, if you are going to do calm with your own wife or with any other's wife or any woman, you are definitely going to suffer. It is the same thing. If the fire is burning, then if you put your hand inside, definitely you are going to burn your hand. All fire is one. So if you put your hand in fire, you are definitely going to burn. This was said by Kabir. Woman is a life companion, but not for calm. I should explain. I'm not saying calm, C-A-L-M. I'm saying Kam, K-A-M, which is the Hindi or Punjabi word for lust. We can get children by having it once. Afterwards, you are to clean your mind and go toward the path of truth. And neither the woman should look at you in that way, nor you should have any desire after having the child. Take the example of a dog. He is desirous of calm only at certain times, and the other times he doesn't go to any bitch. But man is always desirous throughout the year. It is a very dangerous disease. And to prevent this disease, whenever you have desire of calm, sit for meditation. If you meditate, you will never have such problems. Someone else says, I have difficulty taking more than three hours a day for meditation because of all the things I'm involved in. Should I leave off some of the things I'm involved in? Sanchi says, 
you're going to take time for all these worldly things, then you should also have time for meditation. You can carry out the things in which you're involved, and side by side you can also do meditation. There's no need to leave off these things. I also have trouble with lust and with my mind. Sometimes I don't seem to have any control over my thoughts, or very, very little, and I'd like help with that. And Sanchi says, well the, helper is residing within, well, the helper is residing inside you. And if you are going to give attention to him, he is going to help you. Whenever a saint initiates us, the saint always resides above all the nine openings of our body. If you take your soul above these nine openings, then you will meet the Satguru. When you get above the nine openings, it's the duty of Master to take care of you just like a good mother cares for her child, that he should not put his hand in the fire or go out. She looks after him. Once somebody came to Master Samhain Singh and bowed down at his feet, and the Master told him to go away. The other devotees said, Master, give mercy. But the Master said, At three o'clock in the morning I go to each and every door with a basket full of mercy, but everybody's sleeping then, and there is nobody to receive mercy from me. That is the time of giving mercy, early in the morning. There is one verse of Kabir. A Satguru is always meant for giving and not for taking. He always gives all things to others, to his devotees. Master used to say that the saints are always coming for giving to people, not to take. And there are very few people to receive from them. We see the physical body yearning in this world, but that is going to be destroyed one day. And if we go and see in Sachkhand, we see the form of word, the form of Nam. Because we are the slave of our mind and of our body, we think that saints and masters are also the slaves of their bodies when we see them in the same form. But they are entirely different from us. They go to Sachkhand and come back while living in the body. So neither the body of a saint nor the body of a devotee is going to remain for a very long period. The form of Satguru is Shabd, or Nam, and the form of the devotee is Soul. So our soul is the servant, and our guru is the Shabd. The soul and the Nam are not going to be destroyed any time. They are immortal. The Kal power has attached mind to the soul, and the reign of mind is given to all these indriyas, all the organs and faculties of our body. Whatever the mind wants us to do, we do. And it doesn't allow us to take the name of Satguru or to do meditation. Whenever Satguru comes to this world, he always teaches how to fight against this Kal power. The biggest enemy in this world of all mankind is our mind. There is nobody else who is the enemy of man. So we are not to bow down to our enemy. We are to fight against him. Be brave and fight with mind. The weapon to fight against the mind is the Nam. Satguru is always ready to help you. Remember, Satguru, every difficulty will be removed. So you are to give more time for meditation. Any other questions?
I have some questions about meditation. Master said that we should meditate two and a half hours a day, but I'm not initiated. So when I try to meditate for a long time, I get very bad headaches and have to stop. So one question is, how should I meditate? What should I use for Simran, and how long should I sit at a time? Also, sometimes the sound comes into my right ear, or it just seems to pour down from the top of my head. Should I try closing my ears and listening to that sound, even though I'm not initiated? And Sanchi says, You will be initiated before long. I promise to rustle and all other satsangis. So at that time, all your difficulties will be removed. Because you don't have that power inside you right now. The power which is to guide you is not residing in you just now. That is why you are having some difficulties. Don't leave this sitting for meditation. Just remember the form of the Satguru. And if you are going to sit daily, you can control your mind, or you can divert your, or you can divert your direction of mind towards Satguru. And if you sit daily, you will be helped within yourself. And the person says, "I will be helped within." Sanchi says, "It is just like working. If you are working for a man, or if you are working in a company, the company owner is going to give you some wages." And it's just like if you're going to work for Master. That is, you're going to sit for meditation. Master will also pay you for your sitting in meditation. If you are getting desserts, if you are getting fruits of doing sins, then you will also be benefited by the fruit of doing bhajan. Don't think you are simply sitting, and the Master is not listening to you. Each and every one of your feelings is listened to by Master, and he does reply to your questions. But as you are not guided by that power, you are unable to hear that. He is replying to each and everything. Any other questions? And a person says, "I'm so happy to be sitting here and looking into your eyes." And then there's some conversation back and forth, and Papu explains, "Well, they're saying that before you get to Sanchi, you have many questions arising in your mind. But when you see Sanchi, you forget all these questions." And Sanchi says, "Someone else also told me that. They said when I'm not with you, I have many questions to ask, and I make up my mind that I should ask each and every one of the questions which I have. But as soon as I see you, I forget all these questions." And then a disciple says, "Oh, I have another question. I just looked at my book where I wrote some. Should people who are not initiated try and keep the diary daily the same way that initiates do?" <clears throat> And Sanchi says it's necessary. It's good for each and everybody. To raise the spirit is the goal of education. Everybody knows how to read and write, but in the old days there was a Muslim saint. He used to throw one stone in a ditch whenever he did any wrong thing, and once he got a lot of stones, and he tried to reduce them. Diary makes the man perfect. It makes the man's life, because we are not remembering the saints. That's why we go on doing sins, and diary is the thing which can tell us the part we are doing wrong. If we are noting down all the sins which we are doing by mistake, knowingly or unknowingly, then we are going to reduce, or at least we are going to prevent ourselves from doing those mistakes. And when we are going to write down with our pen what mistakes we did, 
we will be ashamed to think that I am so much downward that I am doing this type of mistake. So that's why you keep writing the diary. Master Kripal said that it was important to try to have a ruling passion in one's life, and I'm wondering if you could say more about how to develop a ruling passion for God, a controlling desire for God. Sanchi says the essence of it is meditation. You develop after meditation. The answer to all questions is meditation. The more time you give to meditation, the more happiness you find. Master Sawan Singh used to say to his servant, you prepare my food and put it on the shelf. And whenever I would like to, I will have that food. No need to ask me for eating. And whenever he came from his office, he started on meditation. After four or five hours, his mind asked him to eat some food and he started eating. This is how he controlled his mind. First he gave diet to his soul, and then to his body. We are like dead bodies before our mind. Whatever mind wants us to do, we do. And the work of the Satguru is to give life to us so that we can fight against mind. Because life comes from life. If we are going to remember the true holy man, we can at least get some of his qualities. We can get radiation from him. Well, there are a few who are slaves of Master or are like a dead body before Master. They are doing what Master wants them to do. But there are many who are dead bodies before the mind and they do according to the mind's will. So there is one verse of Kabir that says, there are many people who are working according to their mind's will and there are very few who are working according to the desire and will of Master. So we eat we drink whatever we do in our daily life. We are all doing according to our mind's will. Meditation is the medicine to control mind or to destroy your mind's feeling. We have got this man's body and we have to use it in diverting our attention towards Satguru. It is the form in which we can get Satguru and not in any other form. There is a verse of Guru Nanak that says, you have wasted your day in playing. You have wasted your night in sleeping. And this life is as precious as a diamond. You have to use it in meditation and searching for God. There is another verse of Kabir Sab that the birth as man is very precious to us in the same way that if fruit falls down from the tree, it is not going to get again to the tree. It is very precious. If you are not using this body for meditation, you don't know where you are going to go in another life. It may be possible that we will not be diverted towards Satguru in that form. So these devis and devtas, the gods and goddesses, they are also waiting for this man-body so that they can meditate and get Satguru. So the only benefit, the only special thing about having the man-body is the search for God and getting the Satguru. You can get everything else in any other form. If we are beasts, wild animals, we can still eat and sleep. And we can do all these things, calm, crowed, low, mo, meaning lust, anger, greed, attachment. But we don't have such a mind, such a feeling, as will enable us to get Satguru within us. That we have only in the man body.
Kabir described the form of cattle. They have four legs. They are dumb. They don't know how to speak, how to remember. They don't have such type of mind. So how can they get God? How can they get Satguru within? The owner of a cow will always give a strict blow in order to make the cow stand up or sit down or in order to carry the burden. In that situation, how is the cow going to remember God? The owner puts a ring in the hole in the nose and the cow has to carry a plow with its shoulders. They have to do a lot of hard work. And in that situation, they are unable to remember Master. It gets cattle feed for eating and not good proper food. After working for the whole of the day on the farm, he is tied up in the owner's house. Then also he doesn't have any free moment. So he is always bound just like a slave. He doesn't have any special mind to think about master or anything else except his work. The form of that cow is got because in the former life he did not work according to the will of Satguru. So he is now getting such troubles. Kabir used to say to one old man who was sitting there, Old man, go and meditate. That old man always had some work at home to do first. Well, I should give water or feed the cattle. He always put his cattle before meditation. So in the next life, when he died, he came in the form of a calf to, in the same house. Kabir was a very knowing man, and he saw that that was the same old man in the form of a calf. He told the calf, well, now you have become a calf. As soon as you will be grown up, you will be sold away to another man to pull a cart so that he may ride. And you will have to carry heavy burdens. And afterwards, those people will sell you to those who take oil from seeds. So you will have to go round and round on a treadmill. And afterwards, when you will become useless, they will sell you to the butcher. The butcher will cut you up and will sell your skin to the drum makers. And they will beat you every morning playing the drum. So Kabir told him, well, you have earned so much bad karma that after you have died, all of your flesh is eaten up. Then also you are getting a beating daily. So we have to use our man-body for meditation because we can get each and everything in any other body, but not this gift of meditation. We can get children in each and every form. When we are going to die, then nobody will come to our rescue, neither our wife, nor our sons, nor our brothers, Nobody else. Moreover, all our wealth will remain here. Nobody is going to keep us from dying. The one who helps in crisis is the true friend. Satguru is the true friend. That's why Guru Nanak said, don't, don't make friends of this type of people. Make only one friend, and that is Satguru. And that true friend will never leave you, even after you die. All these worldly friends are going to leave you when you die. The relation with Master is forever. It is not going to end when you die, but will continue in the other world also. Whoever is an initiate of the Master will go to Sachkhand. Masters come into this world with responsibility to carry people to Sachkhand. They don't come to build any new religion. They come only to unite the soul with the Oversoul. And the tape we're hearing is a tape from 
March of 1997 at the uh, program with Sanchi at the SKA retreat. This was a satsang given March 20th, and I'm going to read the hymn that Sanchi is commenting on. O traveler, you be careful. The deceivers have laid the trap. Do not go alone on this path. Without the master, you will not succeed. They will snatch away your collected wealth. They will make you their slave. The deceivers have controlled the whole world. Without the master, everyone has been attacked. O friend, obey my advice. Give up their company and reach the shore. No one is the protector except the master. I tell you this again and again. You will cross over to your destination. Love the master with firm determination. This is the essence. Catch the feet of the master and forget the pleasures of the organs of senses. Radhaswami tells you that these deceivers are deceiving you. Come in my refuge. I will protect you. Be with the Nam and you will be liberated. Nari Sada Jatada Jatida Adarsh Jalaya hai O Isse Gal Mukhraki Jalaya hai Ke Joh Lok Ithe Kaim Rengge Ogge Bhi Jake Rengge Jede Lok Ithe Ajais Aurat Nal Hai Kal Aus Nal Hai E Aurat Aus Mardana Firdi Hai Tusi Soch Ke Dekh Lo E Jad Sarir Shidangge Sukshan Dunia De Vich Jake Kimi Kaim Rengge Othe Sukshan De Vich Sukshan Aurata Mildiya Mardana Or Aurata Sukshan Mard Mildi Hai In the path of the Masters Guru Nanak Sahib Hai lay down this ideology of one only one male and the rest of us are the females el guru nanak sahib ha escrito y ha descrito las cosas diciendo que hay un solo hombre o un solo ser masculino y los demás son femeninos the idea behind that is that we have to abstain from the adultery and indulging with the other people because in the astral plane there are many more attractive and much more attractive men and the women if we are not able to maintain our relationship with one companion in this on this physical plane how would we do what would we do when we will go in the astral plane la idea detrás de esto es que si uno puede si uno no puede mantener su relación únicamente con una sola persona en este plano físico entonces cómo va a ser posible salvarse cuando uno vaya al plano al plano astral o a los planos superiores donde hay seres muchísimo más bellos y atractivos El Guru Arjan Dev Ji Maharaj dice que la persona no casta siempre está buscando satisfacer su deseo eh, yendo a la puerta de otras personas 
él no solamente se arrepiente, sino que arde en estas pasiones y luego eh, su cuerpo se seca. Controlled by the lust, we go and seek someone else, and when we indulge with that other person, at that time we are scared that maybe somebody else is watching us, and after indulging in that act, then we repent that why we did that. Controlados por la lujuria, uno va y eh, se entrega a esta pasión con alguna otra persona, pero siempre siente este miedo de que alguien los va a encontrar o alguien los va a ver, y después de haber cometido este acto siempre se arrepienten ਕਰਿਓ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਕਬੀਰ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਦਾ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਪੜ੍ਹਦੇ ਹੋ 
काम क्रोध कैद कर रखे लोभ को बिनो ना था लोभ दे लोभ हल्के टुटे इधर पौंगदा नहीं उना दे अंदर नथमारी हुंदी है काम क्रोध उना दे वस विच हुंदे है सो इस तरह जो कमाई करदे है से पूर्ण गुरुआ दे के हाथी चलदे है ओ बच के जांदे है दीस पेशेंस दे पनिश दोस हु बिकम प्रे टू देम बट दोस हु ओबे देयर मास्टर टू देम दे बाउ डाउन estas pasiones castigan a aquellos quienes se les entregan pero se inclinan ante aquellos que obedecen al maestro Amados míos, ustedes leen el himno de Kabir Sahib. That the master has imprisoned the lust and anger, and he has controlled the greed. Dice el maestro ha prisionado a la lujuria y a la ira y ha también capturado la avaricia. So the masters imprison the lust and anger and the other passions, and they ask their disciples also. This that is the teaching. They tell the disciples also that they should not involve in them. They should not get involved in them. De manera que los maestros aprisionan o capturan a la lujuria a la ira y a las demás pasiones y les enseñan a sus discípulos a hacer lo mismo y les dicen que no se enreden en esas cosas Of your toe. 
Ustedes pueden intentar durante una hora realizar alguna austeridad y se darían cuenta cuán difícil es hacerla. Eh, algunos rishis y munis hicieron esta austeridad de que estuvieron parados sobre un dedo del pie durante 60.000 años. So they lived for very long lives and they suffered a great hardship, they suffered the hunger and the thirst and they did very difficult practices, but still they did not get anywhere. They were just reduced to a handful of the bones and the ashes. Ellos eh, sacrificaron muchísimo, se esforzaron mucho, sufrieron mucho, padecieron eh, muchísimos dolores porque realizaron esta, estas austeridades durante muchísimo tiempo, pues la vida era muy larga en ese tiempo, eh, pero al final no obtuvieron nada y quedaron reducidos a un montón de cenizas y huesos. Why they didn't get to God Almighty because they did not find the perfect master who cautioned them about the deceivers. ¿Por qué no llegaron a donde Dios Todopoderoso? Porque no tuvieron a un maestro perfecto quienes les advirtió acerca de estas cosas que nos engañan. That is why even though they did so much of the deeds, so much of the rites and rituals and the austerities and the other things for so many years, but still they lost everything because they did not have the perfect master working over their head. Por el, eh, cuando ellos realizaron tantas austeridades y, y lo hicieron durante tantísimo tiempo, sin embargo no llegaron a donde Dios Todopoderoso porque, su, porque sobre su cabeza no se encontraba un maestro perfecto. But you people are very fortunate ones because you have the perfect master over your head who day and night all the times go on cautioning who goes on cautioning you and telling you about the deceivers of this world. Pero ustedes son muy afortunados porque tienen al maestro sobre su cabeza. Él siempre les advierte y siempre los eh, alerta a que estén pendientes y que tengan mucho cuidado con las cosas que los pueden engañar. कबीर साहब कहते हैं काम सिर्फ शरीर के अंग तो नहीं बचना गा कभी यदि कल्पना करते हैं फिर जंगात काम दी ये भी एक काम ही है Kabir Sahib says that it is not only the physical lust that you have to abstain from. You should also abstain from the fantasies, from the thoughts of the lust which day and night we have. Having the fantasies and thinking of the lust is also a lust. Tener fantasías y pensar acerca de la lujuria es también lujuria. मान लो कहना मेरा यार संग इन तजना पकड़ किनार गुरु बिने और न कोई रखवार कहूँ मैं तुमसे स्वामी जी महाराज कहते हैं प्यारे हो मैं थानू वार वार हर मसाल लेके समझाना है कि गुरु बिना तोड़ा सच्चा मित्र नहीं का गुरु बिना तोड़े ना निर्सवार्थ प्यार करने वाला कोई नहीं गुरु तो बगैर थानू कोई बचाऊं वाला ही नहीं का स्वामी जी महाराज लविंगली से ही से दिए वंस अगेन एंड अगेन गिविंग यू मेनी एग्जाम्पल्स आई एम टेलिंग 
other than the master as your protector. There is no one who loves you so selflessly as the master does. And there is no one who will save you from all these deceivers except for the master. Swami Ji Maharaj nos dice muy amorosamente, amados míos, una y otra vez, de una forma u otra, o a través de diferentes ejemplos, les explico que fuera del maestro no encontrarán a nadie quien les pueda ayudar tanto como lo hace él y no, no hay nadie quien los pueda salvar. saves you from that person, the killer, that plunderer, and if he gives you the good advice and if he tells you that if you will do this thing this way, then you can be saved from this killer, from this person. Just imagine how much happiness you will receive at that time if someone offers the helping hand to you at that time when no one else can help, and if he saves you, just imagine that how much happiness you would feel. Amados míos, imagínense que están perdidos en un bosque y allí hay una persona que está dispuesta a matarlos y hay una persona que eh, está dispuesta a quitarles todo lo que tengan. Si ustedes se encuentran en una situación como esta, si llega algún amigo de ustedes para ayudarles y si este amigo les dice la forma como deben hacer las cosas para salvarse de este asesino o de este ladrón, ustedes se pueden imaginar cuán felices se sentirían. Así que si uno está en un bosque y se encuentra en esta situación, uno se sentiría sumamente feliz y muy agradecido con el amigo que venga a salvarle रस नाम मुक्त करूगा रोग तो हटाएगा पता दवाई पीने कड़वी लगती है लेकिन फायदे भी बड़े होंगे I often give you the example of the rock candy. The rock candy is very sweet, but if you give that to someone who is sick with fever, he will say that no, take it away because it tastes bitter to me. Con frecuencia yo les doy el ejemplo de el azúcar cristalizada. El azúcar cristalizada es sumamente dulce, pero si uno se la ofrece a una persona que tiene una fiebre muy alta, esa persona dirá, por favor llévate eso de acá porque es sumamente amargo. It is because the taste of his tongue, because of his sickness. Has become bitter. That is why even the rock candy tastes not so sweet to him, and he does not like to eat it. Esto se debe a que el a que su lengua o a, a los sabores que él percibe con esta con la lengua debido a que está enfermo, todo le parece sumamente amargo, y por eso dice que le quiten el 
que no le den ese dulce porque es amargo, pero se debe a la enfermedad que tiene. In the same way, our taste has been spoiled. We have spoiled our taste because of the lust, anger, and the other passions. Igualmente, en nuestra nuestra lengua se ha dañado o se ha contaminado debido a que hemos estado entregados a la lujuria, la ira y las demás pasiones. So when the masters offer us, or they give us the sweet nectar of the nam to drink, we tell them that take this away because we don't like it or it is not sweet. Por eso cuando los maestros nos dan a beber el néctar dulce del nam, nosotros le decimos, eh, no maestro, por favor llévatelo, no lo queremos tomar, no es dulce. The nectar of nam is very sweet, but we don't find it sweet because the taste of our tongue is spoiled because of the dirt of the pleasures. El néctar del nam es dulce, pero a nosotros no nos parece que es dulce debido a que hemos dañado eh, nuestra lengua con los sabores de los placeres del mundo. No matter how much the taste of our tongue is spoiled, if somehow we drink that nectar of the nam which the masters give us to drink, and even if it does not taste very sweet in the beginning, but if you go on drinking it, definitely it will have the effect and it will remove all the sicknesses which are within us. No importa cuán eh, dañada esté nuestra lengua y cuán amargo nos pueda, eh, nos pueda parecer el néctar, sin embargo, si de una u otra forma, si bebemos el néctar, al principio nos puede parecer amargo, pero luego... Eh, se vuelve sumamente dulce y nos cura realmente todas las enfermedades que tengamos por dentro. It's like when you are sick and you are given the medicine to take, you find it bitter, but if you take it, it definitely removes the sickness which is bothering you. Es como cuando uno está enfermo, la medicina que uno pueda tomar puede ser amarga o puede parecerle a uno amarga, pero eh, ciertamente le cura a uno las enfermedades que pueda tener. Guru ਮਹਾਰਾਜ all the openings or all the holes in the pipe and just leave one outlet the water would come out with full force. El maestro Kirpal decía que si uno tapara todos los agujeros que tuviera una tubería, el agua saldría eh, con, un, con muchísima fuerza por el único agujero que uno dejara. In the same way, Swamiji Maharaj says that if you would, if you were to withdraw the love from all the other things, if you were to withdraw the love from the lust, anger, the pleasures, from the sons, daughters and everything of this world and put all your love towards the master then 
Igualmente, Swamiji Maharaj dice, si uno retira su amor de todas las cosas externas, de todas las cosas de afuera, de la lujuria, la ira, de todas las pasiones, de los hijos, de todos los familiares, si uno retirara su atención de todas estas cosas y la dirigiera hacia el Maestro, con toda certeza y facilidad llegaría uno hasta donde él está. Our closing bhajan is Sanji's bhajan, Lagajay Dhyana Kirpal, on page 69. May you contemplate on Kirpal so that your life may improve. You are wandering in Mathura and Kashi, but the indestructible one is within. May the snare of attachment be cut so that your life may improve. Take your mind away from the pleasures and contemplate on the form of the Master. May you have the darshan of Kirpal so that your life may be improved. Repeat the simran of the five shabds. Save yourself from the beating of the five thieves. Master makes you drink the nectar so that your life may be improved. All the business of the world is false. Nam is true. Meditate on it, O oh man. Ajayb has become Kirpal's. May you contemplate on Kirpal's so that your life may improve. A bhajan of Sanchi's on page 69. <laughs>
May you contemplate on Kirpal so that your life may improve. May God continue to bless us all.